Well, once again, I'm so uh, grateful and thankful that you're here today for our very first uh, Mission Sunday. Before we start that, just please know that uh, on behalf of uh, Kathy and my kids and obviously myself, uh, what, what an honor and privilege to serve here. And uh, I thank you for your love and your encouragement and your support over the many, many years. Uh, you're a wonderful, great group of people, and uh, we're humbled to be able to be a part of you. So thank you so very much. Uh, we're really grateful. So today's our very first Mission Sunday. This goes down in the, in the history books and in the, in the annals and the, uh, the scrapbook of our church. Uh, we've been supporting others for uh, the moment we began. We've believed in that, and we'll talk about that more not only today but in coming weeks as I share a little more about the coming vision that I think the Lord has given us. But uh, I, I want to start out by saying this, and many of you know this, that Jesus gave his disciples a commission. When uh, after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, Jesus appeared to his disciples. And in that time, he communicated a mission and a mandate. And he said, go ye therefore into all the world and continue the ministry that you've seen me do. And so for the church and for every individual Christian, it's our opportunity, it's our responsibility to prioritize and to passionately be involved in the Great Commission, carrying on the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. We find this uh, Great Commission in uh, Matthew chapter 28. You've heard it a million times, but let's let uh, it go into our ears and down into our heart one more time. Jesus said to the church, and he said to every disciple and follower since, Go therefore, not just me, not the pastoral team, or the leadership team, all of us, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always. And then we read in Acts chapter 1, in verse 8, it says that these are the words of Jesus, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you will be witnesses, now listen, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to all parts of the earth. And I've always had that view from that scripture that uh, any church, and Kathy and I, we give money to support that which is local, Jerusalem. Then Judea, something in the state of Colorado where we live. Then Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, then to the United States of America, and then to all of the world internationally. Kathleen and I have always used this as a method and, and, and an idea. Okay, where do we give our money? We've got to contribute our money and our time in something locally, something in our state, something in our nation, and something around the world. And we've uh, adopted that here at Connections Church, too. That's our, our hope. We want to support a lot locally. And then something that's uh, transpiring in our state, that which is helping our nation come to Christ, and then something that's reaching out beyond uh, our shores, overseas, and around the world. So Connections Church is committed to supporting and partnering with ministries to see the Great Commission fulfilled. You and I can't fulfill that great commission on our own, can we, individually or even as a church? And so we're called to partner with. Now, don't get me wrong. We don't partner with others because we have to. We partner with others because we get to. It's a joy to link our hearts to ministries that tug on our heart, that we can do this work together. We are very grateful today. We have four representatives for from four different dynamic ministries that they're going to share uh, in your bulletin. You'll be able to see there's a variety of other ministries that we do support. Those representatives either couldn't be here. One's in Taiwan, so couldn't fly here. Uh, Brian Spence and uh, some other things. So you'll see that uh, in just a moment. The last thing I'd like to say before we get started here is I believe that one of the most attractive characteristics of any Christian. Ready? Is generosity. Is generosity. I remember when I first started pastoring in Oklahoma City, my very first church in 1987. And that's kind of the Bible belt. And by golly, you better be out by noon uh, because everybody rushes to, everybody goes out to eat. But I remember when I first got there, 
and I was talking to an individual or two, and they mentioned that they had talked with a variety of waiters and waitresses in uh, Oklahoma City and said the time that they disliked doing their work the most was Sunday morning is because Christians would come and they would leave the most horrible tips, if any tips. That's not attractive. That's heartbreaking. Matter of fact, they should be pleading with their boss, let me work on Sunday morning because I know all the Christians are going out to eat and they give the most generous tips of anybody. I believe in generosity. I believe here at Connection Church, one of our greatest characteristics to serve and honor the Lord would be generosity. And I want to thank you. This church has already in three years been extremely generous in so many different areas. So I just want to take this moment to say thank you. So we have four representatives today. First from the Alpha Center, Jen McLean. I'm going to have Jen come. She's going to share a little bit about their ministry. And we're grateful for Jen. Let's give it up for Jen and the Alpha Center. No? There it is. That's there you are. frightening. Wow. Well, thank you. Um, thank you, Jeff and Connections, for having us uh, back to visit with you. And it is just such a privilege to come and get to share a little glimpse of the Alpha Center with the body of believers that is so encouraging to us. Um, just know that, that you matter to us. Your, your gifts go a very long way. Um, I am constantly reminded of, of uh, Jesus and the disciples on the side of the hill and all of those people out there needing something. They were hungry. And, yes, they were hungry for food, but they were also hungry for the Spirit. And Jesus fed them with seven fishes and seven loaves. I get the story mixed up a little. I'm not very good with math. You can ask anybody at the center. Um, but he fed them all. Um, they were fed spiritually and they were fed physically. Um, and I've, I'm reminded of that a lot at the Alpha Center um, because we are um, the only Christian medical clinic in town that focuses on sexual health care. And that's a really interesting, if you think about it, um, a really interesting intersection. Uh, we come with the gospel of Christ in each of our each of our hearts, um, and our clients come most of the time. Fifty-five uh, percent of our clients don't have a faith that they identify with, uh, or that they're practicing, or that they've been exposed to, or anything, and they don't come with that gospel heart. Um, but they're coming because they're hungry. Um, they're coming because they're in crisis. They're coming because they are in need, and because of you, really, um, and the collective body of Christ in Fort Collins, for 31 years, the Alpha Center has been, been able to provide that need and has been able to come alongside and, and care for them spiritually, uh, whether or not they know it. I tell people that all the time. Like, if they don't welcome prayer from us, we don't, like, keep them in the room and pray for them. That would be counterproductive. Um, but we pray for them nonetheless. Uh, they may leave and we'll gather and pray or we may pray before an appointment um, because we don't know what the conversation will be like. And so whether or not they know it, they're covered in love. They're covered in grace, and they're covered in the gospel. And most people, when they walk into our building, and if you've never, if you've never come, uh, you are welcome to contact us for a, a tour. We do those because we like people to see what you're supporting, what you're investing in. Uh, we believe we have a wonderful place because you've gifted it to us, um, and God has taken really great care of us. Um, but they show up, and they're like, gosh, it's kind of comfortable here. And we're like, That's, we know what that is. You know what that is. To them, it's, just, it's a safe place. And we know that's because of Christ. We know that. Um, I think about um, Jesus on that hilltop, and really what he does, did was he, was he, he displayed love to them. And we're taught in the gospel and, and in the Old Testament several times, you're to love the Lord your God, first and foremost. And then pretty quickly after that, we learn to love our neighbor as ourself. Um, I know that I'm not always good at that. There are some neighbors that I don't want them to be my neighbor. <laughs> and you all giggle because you know it's true. And those are the neighbors that I have to love the most. Because if I'm going to love them like I love me, I don't very often look at the mirror and go, I don't know, girl, what's going on there? I feel pretty good about what God's done. I feel pretty excited about who he's made me to be. 
I don't always have that for other people. So the challenge is to love the Lord our God first, love our neighbors as much as we would love ourselves, putting them first. And so that's one of the things we get to do at Alpha Centers. We get to put someone else in a crisis that sometimes we don't know how they got there. We don't really care how they got there, but they landed on our door. Um, they came to us. And one of our biggest goals going forward, um, and as a church who partners with this, we're excited to share with you. Uh, even people who don't partner, we're pretty excited to share with them. Um, our goals are that we want to double uh, our pregnancy clients in the next four years. Uh, the, the city of Fort Collins, uh, the county of Larimer County, uh, has a total of uh, 648 abortions in the year 200, 2014, and we see a about 150 pregnancy clients. 85% of our clients choose life when they view the ultrasound. So we know that when we increase that pregnancy client number to 300, that abortion number will go down. We know that. Like, that's just math. Um, so that's a big goal for us. We know that the number one way we're going to get there is by winning the competition for their attention. We know that because they know they know where Planned Parenthood is. They know what Planned Parenthood does. And if we don't think Planned Parenthood is the enemy because we know who the enemy really is. But, man, they got a good marketing strategy. Um, and we want to compete with that. We want to be a cognizant com- um, competitor with Planned Parenthood here in our town. Like Jeff was saying, you're to go forward in your, in your area first and then in the nation and then the world. And so we're called to serve right here in Fort Collins. And you, whether or not you know it, you get to serve right alongside us. Um, so we covet your prayers. We do really appreciate your finances. And if you're interested in coming for a tour, um, you can get in touch with us either through Jeff or through Kathy. And we would welcome that. Um, we ask for probably no more than six people at a time because our building's kind of small. Um, and that can feel real awkward <laughs> if there's a lot of people. Um, but we would, we would love to see you. Um, it's a pleasure to serve our community alongside you and with your support. Uh, we're able to continue to do that with strength and uh, with grace. And we just we are so grateful for you. So thank you very much. Amen. Let me pray for you. Just real briefly, when uh, Kathy and myself moved back to Fort Collins, gosh, I think it's 18, 19 years ago, uh, we knew of the Alpha Center and started supporting them financially. Um, just loved doing that. And uh, never knew that many years later our daughter would uh, need their services. She wasn't pregnant, but she had been sexually active, and we encouraged her to go uh, get a pregnancy test. That's uh, not uh, something a parent likes to share, and yet we've worked through all of that, and Kristen's glad to uh, let me declare that she went to the Alpha Center, and uh, they treated her with love and compassion. Thank God she didn't have uh, anything there, and but the point being is that she got very attached to that, and now she has been working with on staff the Alpha Center for, I think, over five years. And so uh, this particular uh, ministry is so vitally important, especially in our day and age here in Fort Collins. So let's just all pray for Jen and for the Alpha Center right now. Father, we're just so grateful that you place calls upon people and organizations and ministries to do your bidding, to do your work. And, Lord, uh, you're all about life, and the Alpha Center is all about life. And so we thank you for who they are. We thank you that you strategically uh, uh, anointed and appointed Jen to be the executive director. And we just thank you for her life and her smile and her joy and her wisdom. And we just pray that you'd give her strength and encouragement and diligence as she carries uh, the work and ministry forward. We pray that you would protect her, Lord. Guard her heart and her mind, her body, her finances, her family from uh, the attacks of any evil one. And that she would just feel the love and grace of your ministry and your mercy each and every day. So, Lord, on behalf of uh, Connection Church, Lord, we just thank you for Jen. Thank you for the Alpha Center and ask your rich and wonderful blessings upon her and them. In Jesus' name, amen. One more time, let's say thank you to Jen. Thank you, Jen, very much. Appreciate that. Now, uh, I'm going to ask uh, Bill Dominguez to come forward. If you don't know, recognize Bill, then I don't know what to tell you. Bill's been a part of the church from the very beginning. Come on up, brother. And uh, he and Cody back here uh, that comes regularly to the church, as well as some of the other guys, uh, run a ministry called the Eternal Brothers. And we've been supporting them for a long time. Just love Bill and Devine, love Cody and 
and Joyce and love the Eternal Brothers, so they're going to talk to us a little bit this morning. We give it up for Brother Bill Dominguez. Thank you. Um, what do you say with God? I mean, you put it in a box. You can't really put a time limit on what God does. And uh, But we're going to try this morning. I guess I got seven minutes. So, um, Clock started. <laughs> we want to thank you as a ministry. We want to thank you guys very, very much for the support. Not only that, for the prayers that you guys continually give us. Um, it's been real evident this year. We've had a, quite a few changes. Those of you that um, I've been involved and know what we do as a ministry. First off, we do homeless outreaches. Uh, since we've started this ministry, uh, we're better than the postman. Rain, snow, or shine, we've never missed one. We feel if there's just one person out there that we serve a meal to, give a jacket to, clothe, uh, show them the love of Christ, then what we do as a ministry is worth it. And you guys totally support that, and we appreciate that. Uh, we also do a... Um, Harvest Farm, which is what we're doing today, so we're, as soon as I'm done here, we're actually going to go out and we're doing a huge, uh, they're doing a fall festival, and we, we serve those guys out there as well, and again, you guys totally support that in prayer and in finances. Um, we're just wrapping up at the end of the month. Uh, this will be, we're finishing up our 15th year um, at the trailer park, which is a huge accomplishment. We've seen a lot of ups and downs there as well. And, again, what God has done there is just a phenomenal thing. Just uh, kids coming to Christ. We we partnered with a, a Genesis Project that has just built up a facility just down the road and introduced those into the trailer park as well. Uh, they're taking kids, and we're working with them. And, I mean, it's a great partnership. So uh share that with you as well. Personal stuff that has been going on, um, those of you that weren't here, and didn't realize we had the opportunity this year to have to actually baptize a hardcore motorcycle uh, member of one of the clubs here in uh, northern Colorado, as well as um, lead an atheist for 15 years to Christ this last couple of weeks. So. Sometimes when you do a ministry, as you guys know that are involved in it, it doesn't come without struggles. Um, real quick, I do have a personal um, prayer request, um, and we just want to, as a ministry, uh, glorify God because we could not do anything without him, and we put him for first and foremost of everything, and we thank you guys for your prayers and your support. Um, Personal prayer for me, I'd ask for you guys, no glory for myself. Um, I've been called and asked to be the chaplain of our ministry. So uh, I would ask that you guys continue to uh, pray for our ministry as well. But uh, pray for me because that also is an uncomfortable spot. Those of you that know me know that I stepped out of an associate pastor's position here and uh, years ago. And uh, he's putting me right back into where... Yeah, he's got a great sense of humor. So, <laughs> uh, love him for that. So, uh, again, Connection Church, you guys are awesome. Um, without your support and without your love and your prayers, um, you know, and my brothers, uh, we're just a band of guys just trying to get away from what the world had to offer and to serve God uh, with everything that we have. Amen. Pray for you. Let's pray for Bill and Eternal Brothers. Lord, there's not many who uh, are willing to sacrifice so much to go and reach those that are down and out and broken by life and hungry and homeless. And we're so grateful that you have raised up uh, the Eternal Brothers to do that and our community. Lord, what an example they are. And I'm so appreciative of them. Ask your wonderful blessing to be on uh, Brother Bill and Devine and Brother Cody and Joyce. Just uh, thank you that these two couples are such a significant part of our church and we honor them. And 
they're such a significant part of the eternal brothers, and we honor them. And so we just ask that you would bless them and lead them and guide them and continue to bring many to Christ through that outreach of love and a smile and a meal and a coat and a toy, whatever it might be, Lord. So thank you for the great privilege we have at Connection Church to partner with them, support them. We love you, Lord. Continue to bless their ministry in the wonderful and perfect name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, bro. Uh, before we go, because he didn't come up here, Cody and Joyce, will you guys stand up too? We want to give these guys, that, let's give them a big hand. Love Cody and Joyce as well. Good job. Hey, if you haven't got a hug from Cody at the door sometime, man, you're missing something. That guy has just got a gift to, to love on people. We love you guys, too. Thank you so much for being it. You don't have to come to church to get ministry. Great. That's wonderful. Thank you. Hey, well, it's kind of a, a, a homecoming for the next guy. Uh, I have known of Rick for many years. Actually, for many years, he was a pastor uh, on staff at a really small church in town called Timberline. And uh, if you're not familiar, Timberline used to meet here. This was the old First Assembly of God. And so when, uh, I've only really had a chance to, to meet Rick a few times. And we had coffee a few weeks ago, and, and uh, I'll share a little bit later. But anyway, so when he walked in today, and I didn't know he had been in this building because I didn't know when he had left Timberline, I said, have you ever been here before? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so this is a homecoming for Rick. Rick Christofferson uh, has a real heart for uh, police and law enforcement, first responders, and uh, that's always been really dear to me. I was served as a chaplain with Fort Collins PD for about 10 years, and many of you know I still have a young son that wants to be uh, in law enforcement. And uh, so we're going to start in January supporting uh, the Rocky Mountain Chaplain Corps. So Rick Christofferson's here. Let's give it up for Brother Rick. Thanks, Brother Rick. Good morning, everybody. You know, to be honest with you, when I started in the ministry some 30 years ago, I did not think I'd be where I'm at right now. As a matter of fact, when I was in the sixth grade, I crashed my bike, and I thought it was so cool that I didn't get hurt that I wanted to be a stuntman and go in the movie business. And I was obsessed with that until I was, what, 20 years old. And when I was 18, I actually got to be a stuntman in the Houston Stuntman Association, jumping off a building, crashing cars, having a really cool life, but God just was pulling at me to be in the ministry. This gravitational pull that I could not ignore. And believe me, I tried. I tried not to do it. My dad was in the ministry. I grew up in the church. But it just pulled me. And you can't ignore God. So I was in youth ministry for 18 years. Uh, and then uh, I started serving at Timberline Church, uh, which was first assembly right here in this building here back in 2000. And uh, about I retired from youth ministry. And then 10, 11 years ago, I got into risk management, taking care of the church, administration. But through that process, I started getting a tug in my heart to take care of law enforcement. Yes, Seven years ago, I started working with the Lerma County Sheriff's Office. I had a friend who was a deputy. He was on the SWAT team, and I, I just blurted. I didn't think too much about it, but I just blurted out, have a lunch with him. I said, do you have a chaplain? He goes, as a matter of fact, our chaplain just retired. I mean, the, the chances of me just asking it at the time when they needed it, it, it gave me chills up and down my back. And, you know, I, I, I trust the Lord and own the Lord, but he still surprises me to this day on the things he does in my life. And about a year and a half ago, um, God said, look, it's, it's, it's well, I think it's God. I, I blame him anyway. I say, it's hard to be a full-time minister doing the job and a, and a chaplain. And I needed to make a decision. I served for seven, uh, six years as a chaplain at the Lerma County Sheriff's Office on their SWAT team. The sheriff asked me to be the chaplain for the entire agency, and I, and I said yes. But it became very difficult to do both, and God said, you need to pick one. I'll bless either one. Just pick it. And so I stood out in faith and left a salary and left a, left a ministry in a big building with lots of people and security and decided to go out and start the Rocky Mountain Chaplain Corps a, about a year and a half ago. And it is an amazing thing. My congregation, my church building are squad cars and fire engines. And I get to be with deputies and firefighters and work with them in the field with them as they do their job. 
men and women who think they don't need help until they need help. A-type personalities, men and women who see death every single day as a normal part of their job, and then they're expected to go home and be a typical parent, a normal spouse, a good friend to somebody, a good pet owner. They're expected to be normal, whatever normal means, after the things they see on their normal job. And that's where the chaplain steps in. I sit with them. I walk with them. I get to see the things they see. I had a situation the other day. The other day, it was in January, where we had, I got called out on the SWAT team. We had a hostage situation in one of the trailer parks up here. A man took a woman hostage, kept her, beat her severely, broke her leg and ribs. She could not walk. And he was trying to blow up the trailer. I've got deputies, SWAT team members inside this trailer trying to get her out, talking to him. We had negotiators talking. I'm about 50 yards away listening to the whole thing on the radio. And she's, she, we're trying to get her out. And then we hear that he's trying to blow up the trailer. He's trying to cut the gas line and blow up the trailer. Now, what's really odd here, and you never see this in social media or regular media. You don't see this or understand this. But everything in your body says get out because they're going to blow up the trailer. But see, operators, cops, SWAT operators have a priority of life. They call it that. It's called the priority of life. Hostages, innocent civilians, then themselves. They come third in a priority of life. And instead of leaving, they crashed in and rescued this young lady. They had to shoot and kill this guy because he attacked them. He tried to kill them. And so here the chaplain Took my radio off. I went and found that deputy who had to shoot him. And I got to ride with him and spend the next seven hours as they investigated him. They took all his clothes, allowed no one to talk with him because he's under investigation, due diligence. And the only person who can talk with him is his lawyer. Oh, also the chaplain because I have confidentiality through the state of Colorado as clergy. So he can tell me anything. And I sat with him and talked with him and met with his wife, got him the clothes he needed to be for seven, eight hours until he can go home, isolated. They actually put a deputy in front of the rumor and called a gatekeeper so no one can get in there because anybody he talks to can be subpoenaed or talked to. Priority of life. He did not know that woman, but yet he went in there saying her life is more important than mine. Where do you see that in the media? Where do you see that in social media? These men and women do this and put their life third to everybody else, people they don't know. And yet they'll have to go home and be a husband, a wife, a parent, a good friend. They need spiritual support. And I'm willing in a non-judgmental way, no matter where they are, to be there with them and walk with them. Since I quit uh, my full-time ministry at a church and started doing this, the uh, Pooter Fire Authority had asked me to come on and be their executive chaplain. They have four chaplains who are full-time firefighters, and they needed a clergy chaplain, that is me. So in March of this year, I started being the executive chaplain for the Pooter Fire Authority. So now I have firefighters and I have sheriff's deputies. It's, it's quite an amazing uh, ride, literally, in fire trucks, in, in, in helicopters. and It's a fun job. I tell you what, it's one of the most serious things I've ever done in my entire life. And I've done some serious things. Um, I would covet your prayers. It is needed. If you just watch the news, you see what cops are going through right now. I, I, I appreciate the support, financial, but the prayers are, are, are huge. Because chaplains don't have chaplains. i got to rely on guys like Pastor Jeff, which is a chaplain, by the way. So I appreciate having those friendships in there. Uh, I sat down with uh, four deputies who were first on scene on a, a double fatality motorcycle crash uh, here about a month and a half ago. And as I was praying with them and talking with them, and I had to reveal to them that those two people down on the motorcycle, I knew them. I was supposed to be on that motorcycle ride with them, and I couldn't go. They were my very best friends who died that day. And here I was in this very surreal moment of praying with these four deputies who were first on scene, and it affected them deeply. And here I am affected deeply, too. It was a very surreal moment. It's very odd where God put you. But I embrace that, and I pray for your strength, God's strength in my life, because my strength is very, very limited, right, the older I get especially. So thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for your support. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. Thank you, Connections Church. You guys are awesome and for the opportunity and the prayers. Lord bless you, and again, thank you very much. Amen. Jeff, let me pray for you.
Isn't that that awesome? The Lord does draw our hearts together so that we can begin to support Rick and and Rocky Mountain uh, Chaplain Corps. So that's great. Let's pray for him. Father, I just thank you again for Rick, for his life, for his background, for his experience, for his faithfulness, for his time in organized ministry, if we can call it that. Thank you, Lord, that you've got him in the right spot right now, right place, right person, right time. We just want to say thank you right now to all first responders and their families and and those that uh, uphold the law and do rush in where others want to rush out. And we just pray your blessing upon uh, those in our community that are serving in that way. And thank you for Rick being willing to say, here am I, Lord, use me, here am I, send me. We pray that you would guard him and protect him and his wife and his family. And yes, Lord, in this healing process with the Xander family, just bring everybody uh, closer together and bring life there. And just give Rick the power of presence, and then give him just the right word at the right time. And so we just thank you for him and his family and his ministry. And God, we are so blessed that coming up here in January, we're going to begin to financially support them, pray for them, uh, have them come back. And the Lord, uh, we're just so grateful. So bring your blessing now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Rick. I love you, bro. God bless, buddy. Good job, man. Uh, next dear couple, uh, Bob and Laura McClellan, are just uh, some of uh, our greatest friends. In the last uh, numerous years, Kathy and I have spent uh, many hours and times and meals with them. Bob and I get together on a regular basis um, for study, and then he is a golf instructor. <laughs> if you find, if you hear I'm out on the golf course, it's with uh, another pastor, so we're doing ministry one to the other, and... Uh, Bob uh, is one of the most great and most delightful and most cherished men in my life right now. I love him immensely. He does a wonderful ministry called Empty Two Ministries. So he's going to come and share. So Bob and Laura, we welcome you. Bob, come and share with us today, brother. God bless you. I'll give you a mulligan, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, good morning. Thank you so much. It's a uh, Real privilege for Laura and I to be here. I was thinking as uh, as Pastor Jeff was talking, uh, Laura and I started liking each other when we were 14, and uh, now we're 62. It's been a few years, but it was through that relationship with my wife that uh, I came to know Christ. And uh, I want to thank Pastor Jeff and Kathy for this wonderful opportunity to be here this morning to take a few minutes, seven minutes, to just share a little bit about the ministry. I'd like to start by asking you this. Do you know what it means when a pastor looks at his watch? Nothing. Just kidding. I'm going to be very prompt. If the tomb is empty, where is he and what does it mean to you? I have the privilege of traveling around the world asking people that question. If the tomb is empty, where is he? And what does that mean to you? This book begins and ends with this all-important question that God is asking each of us. And this is it. Do you trust me? Do You trust me. And that means we must trust his word. I brought a few slides here today, and the next slide is going to be our mission statement uh, for Empty Tomb Ministries. And it goes right along with what Pastor already preached this morning. It's the Great Commission. And you'll notice there's, there's four sets, key words in there. In yellow, go, make, baptize, and teach. You see, church, go is not an option. That's right. It's not an option. It's a command. And when we go, we are going to have to trust him because most of the time we don't know where he's leading us. 
It's been inspiring listening to these other ministries this morning. How a brother offered himself to God and, and look what God did. So this has been the mission statement of Empty Tomb Ministries. The next slide is our mission field. Our mission field is from here, this city, to the ends of the earth. These are some of the places that Empty Tomb Ministry has had the privilege and honor to minister. Uh, next week, um, we're doing a, a major outreach at the jail. We're in there on Monday mornings and Monday evenings. We're doing a Truth and Freedom Conference next Friday. And one of our guest speakers, you know, your pastor, Pastor Crabtree, and we're honored to have him with us next Friday at the Larimer County Jail. One of our main areas uh, of ministry, not only in the jails and the prisons here in Colorado, but also is in the country of Uganda. Uh, this next slide, I don't know if you can see it real well, but um, we have helped plant 50 churches throughout that country. Um, it's been amazing to see what God's doing. And when we make ourselves available to Him, God can do amazing things. Remember the word go was not a suggestion, but a command. This, uh, can you go back to the other one again? This is a church in one of the villages where we've planted these churches where there's never been a church before. And to see the people of God there respond and see witch doctors come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Uh, I have the privilege of pastoring a pastor there. His name's Pastor Fred Muyimba. And he and I are working together to pastor and to plant these churches. This is, oh, can you go back? I'm sorry, right here. This is Pastor Avis's church. This is the first church that's made from mud. They make their own bricks. And because they believe the Bible is true, this church is too small. And now we're building a bigger church. Uh, we've done that. Uh, we're building nine churches physically right now. Two weeks ago, we had the great honor to send $26,000 to Pastor Fred and nine churches to help them finish the building project. But what an amazing thing to see these people come together. If we'll go to the next slide. Remember, the Great Commission says, go and what? Make disciples of some nations, all nations, and then we're to baptize and teach. So one of the things we do is leadership training. So this is, uh, this is one of our leadership trainings that we're doing in one of the villages. These are all pastors. And we gather them together about three times a year. And we teach them the gospel. Their hearts are ready. They're willing to go. But many of them have never had any training whatsoever. One of our pastors, Pastor Julius, he pastors four churches and he can't read. So what's our excuse? We have none. He has people read the Bible to him. And then he puts his message together. So it's such a cool thing when you bring this group together and, and see the word of God change them and transform them. And uh, many of these pastors have become good friends and they send their love to each of you. Our next slide, it says what? Go and make and teach and then what? Baptize. One of our last trips in a Ugandan river, we water baptized 120 people. 120 people. This picture is in my office. And every time I look at her face, it says it all.
You shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. Go and make disciples of all nations. Teaching them. Baptizing them. And finally, I want to challenge you with this final word. This was part of a brick from Pastor Avis's church. Those are real people in a real place who are yours and mine, brothers and sisters. And that final slide, and then I'm done. When Laura and I told God that we were willing, we didn't realize he was thinking of the whole world. Because when you tell God you're willing, he may send you. Because remember, go is not a suggestion. It's a command. God is the God of the universe. He has no boundaries. And he's looking for people like us. He's not interested in our ability. He's interested in our availability. And when you make yourself available to him, he will give you the ability to do what he's calling you to do. So, as I leave you with this final thought, God is passing the baton to us. He started with the disciples, and now we hold the baton. Will we run for him? Will we serve him? Will we make a difference in this world? Because of what He has done for us. You can do it. God created you for a purpose. And I'm so thankful for this church and this man who Laura and I consider he and Kathy some of our dearest friends. So thank you for serving here at Connections Church. Thank you for loving God. And may God richly bless you as you serve him each and every day. Thank you very much. You know, I've had a few people ask me, uh, who pastors you? Because I'm real big in pastoring pastors. And uh, I said, uh, the guy that pastors me and my pastor is Bob McClellan. We've grown that close over the years. So I appreciate him so very much. So let's pray for him and Laura in their ministry. Father, I just thank you for this absolutely wonderful, unique man that you've made. You've called him. You've gifted him. He's uh, so willing and available. Thank you for who he is and who he is in my life and Kathy's life. We just ask your blessing upon him and Laura. What a precious woman. What a precious couple. We just ask that you would uh, bless them in ways beyond their own comprehension. Thank you for Empty Tomb Ministry. Thank you, Lord, uh, for what they're doing around the world, especially in Uganda. And uh, so we just commit them to you. Ask your rich blessings to be on them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, brother. Love you. If I can get the uh, band to go ahead and start coming back. Um, I want you to know that uh, Bob and Laura were gracious enough to give us an opportunity to give when uh, they were going to... obviously do some work in some of the buildings uh, in Uganda. And so on our piano right there, we have a picture that Bob brought back uh, of uh, the the churches and the buildings, and we were able to uh, uh, support them financially so that we could get a brick. So if you're interested in a brick, (laughs) get in touch with them as well. And we'll be giving you more information over the period of time on all of these particular ministries. Isn't that wonderful? Some say, well, well, you're just a small church. So, small churches could do big things, especially if you're generous and you still believe in the Great Commission. So I want to just continue to say thank you. We're going to continue to stretch and be generous and, and partner and support 
And uh, Bob's been asking me to go to Uganda. Many, many years, uh, gosh, it's been 25 years ago, I was praying, and I believe the one, what the Lord put on my heart is, you're going to give your life for me in Uganda. That's, I'm being serious. So I have denied the uh, opportunity that he's given me. I would have to hear Jesus, see Jesus, because I don't want to give my life in Uganda. But I, I told Bob that when I met him. So please don't invite me again. No. So uh, I really don't know what the future is going to hold. But uh, I appreciate what they're doing. Let's stand on our feet. Thanks to the band. Let's close our day. It's been a great day. Loving the Lord. Loving each other. Loving our world that doesn't know Him. Jesus reigns. God bless you today.
that's the great commission. He said, carry on my ministry. So I just want to encourage you individually as a church, no matter what our size is, let's just be faithful to the great commission. Let's be faithful to carry on his ministry. Let's be faithful to go. Let's be faithful to partner with others that are going. So I want to thank you for being here today, our very first Mission Sunday. Wonderful, loved it, enjoyed it. Thank you for being here. I just simply close with this. We're going to continue to support these ministries and pray for them. If one of these or more really tug on your heart and you want to talk to these people or you want to give to their ministry beyond what we give, either see them. I know they'll probably have to be going or contact me, email me, uh, and we'll get you in contact because I'm sure there's some in here today. You're going, God, that touched my heart. And I know the church is giving, but I want to give, or my wife and I want to give, or my husband and uh, I want to give to one of these ministries. Please feel free to do that. Love you, Connection Church. Let's go. Let's uh, let the world know that Jesus reigns. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful, great day. Bye-bye.